Hello, 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 and welcome to the Baby Says Podcast with your host, me, Brianna. Today, it'll just be a one-woman show once again. Maybe next week I'll be able to have someone else. I'm just figuring some things out. You know, running a one-woman show and figuring your life out at the same time can be a little complicated, but we're pulling through day by day. I wanted to say that I will be releasing a new episode every Wednesday for a sexy little midweek pick-me-up. Hopefully we can use this as meditation, therapy, whatever your religion is. It is now me. No, I'm kidding. So anyways, I thought I would start today's topic by talking about Hinge and how I personally was saying I only use it to see how people, what guys like me, and then I go from there and decide, like, use that as a filter of who I'm gonna like. Another thing I've been realizing that I'm doing is I kind of stopped using Instagram in December I just feel like I don't need to know so much information at one time. I feel like with all social media platforms, we're just getting pushed and shoved with information. I don't need to know. I don't need to know what everyone's having for lunch. And I'm sure I'll come back around where I'll be interested in your lunch, but I'm just not there right now. So... I've been using Hinge to upload new photos, (laughs) and so I'll change my photos all the time, and I just think it's really funny to see what guys like what photos. So recently, I uploaded, like, I just use dating sites kind of almost as a joke, like, nothing serious. I've don't think I've ever dated anyone from an app longer than like six months, but it is still fun to have. So I recently uploaded a photo where it was the main focus was my ass and the inflection of white boys with tattoos, which was surprising. I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard, but Hinge has the voice prompt now, and my favorite thing to do is go through it and just listen to the clearly curated voice of deep and sexy. I'm just wondering if women have a version of that too. (laughs) What's a sexy voice for a woman? And that was my attempt at trying to do one. I also, going off of Hinge, thought it would be funny to talk about a subject that I'm always interested in talking with straight men about, so it'd be fun if there was a straight guy here, but today I'm just gonna have to play both. So this topic will usually be brought up by men on a date, and it'll be like, what is the worst date you've ever been on or what's the worst thing a guy has done on a date and then 
obviously you reciprocate the question and theirs is always like she wore a t-shirt or she showed up drunk or it's just really minor I think one guy said a girl farted like okay none of the (laughs) the t-shirt thing is like okay relax I've had guys show up in sweats not ideal. You're putting in minimal effort. I understand. But also, like, that's not that big of a deal. Like, that's not a deal breaker for me. It's not exciting, but it's not a deal breaker. But I would say girls' worst date experiences are dot, dot, dot. I thought I was going to get murdered. (laughs) I almost got raped. I got drugged. One thing, though, when I was writing out a list of what I wanted to talk about, I did see a video of a guy saying he took a girl out on a date and they went for sushi. She ordered a sushi roll. He ordered whatever. They were eating, drinking. And then when it was like getting towards the end of their dinner, she ordered three rolls to go. (laughs) And he paid for it. And then he just said he never asked her out again. But I thought that was kind of a boss move, a bold move, a move I would never do myself, I don't think. But I love that someone did do that. (laughs) And then I just want to say a date scenario that I was on one time was... I'll set the scene. It was February. It was the coldest day that it of that year that it was going to be or whatever. And I remember being like, I hope he cancels. Like, why would we go out? It was literally like five degrees. And I text him and I was like, are we still on for tonight? He's like, yes. So I put on like all the layers where you're like the kid from Christmas story where your arms can't even go down. I remember I put on literal slippers inside my boots because my I a lot of times will buy my boots way big so that I can do stuff like that. And then I, like, this is before the mask mandate, before COVID. So I, in the winter, I have tears coming down. I'm always crying and my nose is always running. So as soon as I got to the bar, I ran to the bathroom to blow my nose, wipe away my tears, de-robe my 58 layers because it's so embarrassing. None of my jackets will do. Like, I have to wear 50 jackets. So I come out holding what looks like laundry. And then this guy spots me and taps his friend on the shoulder and I realize that's my date and he's here with a friend. So I walk over and I'm like, hey, sit down, have a drink. And then his friend eventually leaves us and he kept looking at me like we were having conversation, but he was just like looking at me and clearly had been drinking. And I'm like, oh, God, this guy hates me like. All right, let's just get this over with. And then he leans in and he's like, I'm so sorry, but I can't hear anything you're saying. Which is 
very common. I have a voice when I'm in a crowded place, like we were in a dive bar that was packed. People can't hear me ever. Like it just blends in with the background perfectly. Like no one can hear me. Bartenders are screaming, yell. And I'm like, I am fucking yelling. I can't, whatever. Like no one can ever hear me. So he's like, let's go somewhere else. So I was like, okay. This is when I used to go into dates being like, I hope they like me. And now I'm like, I hope I like them. (laughs) But so anyways, we go to a different bar. And when we get to that bar, we like get a drink. We sit down, we're chatting and it's going great. People keep coming up to him and being like, hey, John, what's up? Like, he knew everyone. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, I like a social guy. And then we're, like, chit-chatting. Everything's going great. He is very drunk. He was clearly drunk before I got there. And he kept saying he was nervous. So I like that. I like when... I don't like that people are nervous, but I like that when men are like honest and real because so many guys in New York try to put on like a cool guy like I'm so cool so I like when a guy's like I'm nervous and this is my first tinder date or whatever and I don't know I I like when people are genuine when you can feel that they're genuine Because it's so rare. But he was like a super nice guy when we got to that second bar. Like, and we could hear each other speak. It it just got better and everything was funny. Like, he was wasted. And I remember being, like, liking that he was wasted. Because he was just fun. And... A hot mess, but in a good way. Like, he wasn't um, sloppy or being creepy or anything like that. And we were just having a lot of conversations. Like, his family was similar to mine, where it's a bunch of mix and match, which is rare with people I go out with. So I was like, oh, do you have a lot of nieces and nephews? And he's like, oh, just like staring at me. And, like, debating something. And then he's like, I actually have a kid. And then he pulls out his phone and starts showing me photos. Which I liked because I've dated people who have lied about... Or not lied, but just kept that they literally had kids. Which is so weird to me. Because why would you want someone in, in your life that had an issue with that? So anyways, I was like, oh, he's so cute. Whatever. And then at one point, he kept going to the bathroom and he would go for like five minutes, like way longer than most guys go to the bathroom. And like, I don't like that was one thing where I was like, what the hell is he doing in the bathroom? Because then I was like, that is weird. But like, move on. At one point, he's like, wrote jingle like he had a degree in music and so he was saying he like writes jingles and sells them for like commercials and stuff 
And then he's in a band and he put his headphones inside my ear, his headphones inside my ear, which I thought was weird because he's a Virgo, but whatever. Um, (laughs) And had me listen to his band. I think maybe he did that when he went to the bathroom at one point. And then what else did he do? Oh, God. I can't even remember, but anyways, at one point, he's like, I don't want to lie to you, and I thought he was going to say something really, like, nasty or something, because when a stranger's saying, I don't want to lie to you, I'm like, what the fuck are you going to say? And I was like, okay, like, probably sweating out of every crevice, and he's... (laughs) I've been selling weed in the bathroom. That's why he was going to the bathroom. Because he was selling weed in the bathroom. And that's why he knew everyone in the bar. Because they're all his customers. (laughs) And I was totally chill. I was like, okay, that's cool. That's fine. I think I dated so many people, like, been on so many boring dates. This was exciting. Like, so when guys say they've been on, like, their bad dates, to me, what I just told you, most people might say that's a bad date. I thought it was so fun. I thought he was so fun, and that was a good date. And that is my point of how beat down women can get to where a guy selling weed in the bathroom, that's a great day. I mean, he's fine. He's, you know, living on the edge. (laughs) But in his defense, he said it was like a family business. They had a farm in Colorado. He was able to graduate from a, I won't say the school, but a really good school in California without being in debt. So how can I hate on that? You know, he's got to pay for his kid. And he's writing jingles. He's doing all the things, which I thought was funny, is he also said he doesn't smoke weed either. And I know I sound like I do, but I don't smoke weed. I will eat an edible every now and then and usually fall asleep, but I don't smoke weed. And I literally thought that guy was so fun and the weird thing is the second date he wanted to cook and then it was like I don't want him to cook at my place and I don't think he wanted to cook at his place and we literally just never went out again I think I went out of town too or something but I always was like I want to run into him like John if you ever hear this call me you're probably like married now (laughs) But to me, that was fun dates I've ever been on. And I think it sounds crazy, but I think it was his personality that made it fun. Like, it has nothing to do with all of that. I wish just people could know how boring and tedious and, like, I'd rather get dental work done than most of the dates I go on. Because I think it would, like, shock everyone of how much I have to carry the conversation and I'm not like 
a carry the conversation kind of person, but I have to like play this role. And so I lo- I love when I'm out with guys who will pick up the slack and like carry the conversation and are fun. So that is the only dating story I will share today, but it is a classic and it's important to be heard. And again, John, you can always reach out to me and I will be there. (laughs) But anyways, I want to move on to the new subject of apartment hunting in New York City right now is a nightmare. The prices are insane. And I believe in manifesting and putting it out into the universe and being very specific on what you want. So I thought if I shared my ideal apartment, then maybe that could help me find it. Because I'm spending all my time on Street Easy and I had a breakdown. Well, I've had many. But what I'm looking for an ideal apartment is an old building, but that's very sturdy. Like I've lived in one before and it was like you couldn't hear your neighbors The bathroom was uh, updated and the kitchen was updated. It had a washer and dryer and a dishwasher. So I'm looking for that type similar thing. I want like original wood floors, like the really, really pretty like square ones. I don't know what it's called. It's almost like a checkered effect, but... I don't know. I need to figure out what that's called. And then the crown molding on the walls that is that's like actually on the wall where it's in the squares. That is my favorite. I think it's so stunning and pretty. I recently lived in a brand new building and I hated it. I just hate walking in to a building that's fucking ugly that could be anywhere in the US like I just think they're so corny so not me I hate it I think the like shiny subway tile in the kitchen where it's like so shiny is so ugly the only thing I did love was my bathroom but then it had matte wood or not wood matte black tiles that were so hard to clean don't want that I love the bathroom like I love original bathroom tiles if they can be like salvaged I sound insane but I'm just saying what I would want in a dream scenario (laughs) I love like I have like friends that have lived on the upper west side I don't want to live there, but they seem to always have really great apartments that are, like, super old, but they'll have, like, the elevator or, like, I feel like in the 70s and 80s, like, streets, you can really find a lot of those, but I need that, like, in Brooklyn. (laughs) I'm like, or lower Manhattan, But I just feel like so much of my social life is built around Brooklyn. I've got to be like downtown or Brooklyn. 
I, what else do I want? I feel like that's, I would love a, at least a dishwasher, if not also a washer and dryer, because I've had the washer and dryer and dishwasher for so long now. But the apartment I subletted before my now apartment was old, like so old, had never been renovated. And the floors like leaned like they weren't even if I was to put a ball, it would roll down. Like, so that's what I mean when I say I want an old building, but that's been kept up. Like, I don't want any floors that are like that. Because the thing about me is I love to dance and (laughs) all of that in my apartment. And if it's like an old building that hasn't been kept up, like when you walk, it's going to piss off your neighbors, let alone dance. So I need to be able to dance. And that is something I look for when I go to men's apartments. I'm like, can I dance in this apartment? Can their floors (laughs) handle me dancing? And honestly, a lot of them can't. So, sorry. We're not going to (laughs) work. Imagine I send that in a text. I'm like, it's never going to work out. Your floors can't hold my dancing. So, now I want to get into talking about beauty. And my... Thing, like one thing I've always really liked I mean more specifically in men like when I'm attracted but I think it's cute when men or women have is dimples and specifically the kind where it looks like someone took their finger and pushed in a dimple and like made a dimple like you know what I mean where it's not the line it's like the little like a whole circle like, I just think it, it it's the cutest thing ever. And I was thinking about it if I've dated anyone recently with a dimple. And everyone always has beards. So I don't even know if they have dimples. Like, they could. But it's better I not know because it's my literal weakness. I used to... It was always dimples and nose rings. Like, when guys had multiple nose rings. But, like... Everyone now has them, so it's, like, not cool to me anymore. Like, I always thought the hottest thing was nose rings, and now I'm so over it because everyone has multiple nose piercings, so it's, like, whatever to me now. But dimples will be always and forever. And I recently came across a video where a girl got dimples made and it's like a procedure now and it was so weird it looked like a hole that just kept going and there was no end in sight like it I mean it looked like she was in an accident if I'm being honest and then it's this weird thing of like should we be messing with our faces like this now I'm starting to get weirded out by plastic surgery Even though I'm supposed to be on my journey of becoming a bimbo, like, part of me is like, 
should we be messing with our faces to this degree? But then what's the difference of that, a nose job, getting fake freckles? I saw the girl who did, like, a girl who did the fox eye trend, which is where they take the thread at the end of your eyes and lift it up. So basically you're, like, I don't know, I, I, I'm not into it. I don't think people should be getting it. And the thread that they used to pull your eye up, this girl, it was showing. Like, it Like, I don't know if they did it wrong or if that's just a side effect that could happen. So then she was going to get it out and her entire forehead is swollen like a bug, like unreal, like looks like she was in a major car accident. So I don't think that anyone should be getting the fox eye trend. I've heard plastic surgeons say don't get it. It stretches out your skin If you get it at, like, 20, you're going to need a facelift at 25. So, that, and I've heard, like, people always say Bella Hadid got it. And I just saw, right, like, today, this morning, that she came out and she said she did get a nose job at 14, but that she's never done filler or the fox eye trend and she doesn't like that kind of thing she's saying like you shouldn't mess with your face like that and that she regrets getting a nose job hearing that I will say I still want a nose job (laughs) and mess with your face if you want but I have been seeing a lot recently where people who've gotten a lot of filler regret it so take with that what you want I now want to curve into a different direction of fashion, and I would love to get people's opinions on this. I, at the end of last year, when I was going through my, like, let's spend money to make myself feel better phase, which I'm almost always going through anyways, but I wanted to buy things of quality and decided I'm only going to buy designer or thrifted or small brands like avoid fast fashion and by I feel like by doing that I'll really think about what I'm buying do I really want it do I love it and then I'll be buying less because I'll be spending more money, so I can't afford more things. This is how my brain works. And it does, it like, I'll, I bought a pair of Simon Miller boots. So my question is, they're expensive, but is that still considered fast fashion? Because am I just thinking it's expensive, so it's not fast fashion? Or what? Because I don't know. And I will say, like, I don't wear real leather. Which I've had, like, all of these opinions on lately. But anyways, as of right now, I don't wear real leather. So I also just, like, yeah, I can go to Target and get that. And it's not going to be real leather. But that's fast fashion. So if I'm buying Simon Miller, is that not fast fashion? That is my question. 
And then I bought um, stuff from Pixie Market because it's supposed to be sustainable, allegedly, which I hope it is. I don't think I had ever actually bought anything from them. And I bought like a matching pants set and a sweater. And the jacket is feels like high quality. The sweater feels high quality. The pants feel handmade. So I don't know. Like I would love other people's opinions on this. Or if you have brands you um, recommend. Because I'm just trying to be a better person. But like I still want to feel good about myself. Because a lot of times I go thrifting and I don't find anything And it's, like, when you live in New York, everything is literally savage. Like, it's really hard to find stuff here because everyone is thrifting. It's not, like, the middle of nowhere. Maybe it's a little easier. But maybe it's not. Maybe there's not as many. I don't know. And I thought I'd give a quick little update on the job hunt. I had an interview it went really well like I really liked the person interviewing me but then they asked me to do a project and with that project is you're giving them free ideas you're doing free work and I'm just debating if I'm going to do the project because I have a portfolio of work for this purpose of you seeing my work so I don't know I was always taught never do these kinds of projects for free because if they really want to see what you could do then they would pay you for your work so that's what really sucks about being a creative is just people constantly trying to get free work out of you and then LinkedIn it's like a fucking dating site where people are reaching out to you, you write back and then you don't hear anything. So that's where I'm at right now. We'll see. I'm still hoping I get my job that was put on hold. I really am just trying to manifest that it reopens Because I, it was the coolest job that I've interviewed for and I really, really want it. And that's where I stand with my interviewing process right now. Like still just applying for jobs, but I just know what I want in a job and I have a good, good feeling everything is about to fall into place, find my apartment find my dream job, and get my life going because I feel like I'm literally at rock bottom right now, so I can only go up. That's the good thing. (laughs) I did just want to mention this random thought. I was listening to a podcast earlier this morning, and it was talking about, uh, it was like three, their three friends, And they were talking about when people put perceptions on you, how that can bleed into your head or what. I don't know if that's the saying you would say, but I'm sorry if that was graphic, what I just said. 
anyways, the put into your head that you are this thing. And it's like, you don't even think that about yourself. And then people are putting that on you. And I feel like I have a lot of people around me who say things like, that would only happen to you when it's something negative. And I'm just like, well, fuck you. And I have so many people who talk to me like that. And it just makes me not want to be around them. So I don't, I just want to say, if you like your friends, don't talk to them that way or speak to them that way. Because you're probably not going to have a lot of friends soon. (laughs) And I just wanted to put that out there because that is something... I feel like I've had a lot of people say that to me and it's like in a negative way. If it was something good, like, oh, you got a raise. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. That would only happen to you when it's something positive, but it's never anything positive. It's always something negative. And those are the kind of people I just like slowly will cut out and then they'll be confused. So it's just like, I don't know, keep that in mind, how you talk to people in your life. But yes, I'm into like all of this manifestation and specifically there's a program called To Be Magnetic and so I do all of those things and you write down, you're supposed to like write down things that trigger you and you can work through it and a lot of things that trigger you are because you mirror it whatever so I'm I feel like I am a self-aware person but so self-aware where I don't ever want to make people feel like that but that's just my opinion so I think that's where I'll end the episode this week thank you for listening to baby says podcast with your host me Brianna I hope you manifest everything you want this week It's a full moon on Friday. I hope I manifest everything I want this week. Rate and review and follow the Instagram if you want. I did re-download Instagram just for that. And send me your best bimbo tips because I am on a journey to be the best bimbo of 2022. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.